Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Because Big Mike has got the mic, starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike, Mike Zlatnik. Today, it is my distinct pleasure and a privilege to welcome Rob Nickel. Hi, Rob. Hey, Mike. I really appreciate you having me on today. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, Rob is a brother from the Collective Genius Mastermind. Uh, as you hear, I have a lot of great uh, friends and, and brothers and, and uh, brilliant business people in the CG Mastermind. Uh, that mastermind is something. So thank you again for coming. Uh, could you tell the audience a little bit about you, where do you live, uh, and uh, I know you as the master bluster of the virtual assistants. You dominate the world of virtual assistants, but talk a little bit about yourself, a couple of words. Hey, yeah, I, uh, first, thanks a lot for having me on. I love your show, um, so, so I'm excited to be on. been following you for since I joined CG. You were, you were CG much longer than I have. Um, but, but so it's been awesome to follow your stuff. So appreciate you having me on. I, uh, Robert Nickel, I live in, in Dallas, Texas, and, uh, I love that, uh, you're calling me the, the master blaster of virtual assistants. That's kind of the reputation, the, the virtual assistant guy that I've developed the last few years. Uh, but before VAs that I got into virtual staffing because I was in real estate, I was both doing retail and investing fix and flip and, and wholesaling as well as is doing some retail stuff with a, a partner who had a brokerage here in Dallas. So uh, real estate and running the day-to-day -day operations of that business is what led me to look for other options besides traditional staffing or, or even 1099. Uh, that wasn't something that really worked for me and having people in my office. So running the real estate business is what led me to look for operational help, day-to-day -day support, inside sales, all that type of stuff that, that was bogging me down in the day-to-day. In the -day. And, and ultimately, I was working too many hours in the week. Um, that I, and it was all from real estate. And, and so I look, started looking for help. Uh, my, I had friends that were very successfully leveraging talent from overseas and uh, the concept made sense to me, and I, I started exploring it in 2009, 2010, and we launched what is, what is now the, the master blaster that you talked about, our VA service launched officially in 2013. Uh, I appreciate that clarification. So let's talk a little bit about um, basically virtual staff, and then we'll, we'll talk about specifically uh, virtual assistants. So we live in a day and age of great uh, communications superhighway where the, the pipeline, the data pipelines are getting better and better. We're having this recorded on Zoom, which is a great platform. And uh, in this day and age of technology, um, we can do a lot of work remotely. People can live in one place and do the work in another place. It could be hundreds of miles away, sort of suburbs versus uh, the city, not even hundreds of miles, maybe you know, tens of miles away. Could be uh, thousands of miles away cities across the country. It could be um, virtual assistants that are in another country. Um, so by the way, where are most of you? I think they're in Philippines, right? 
Where, yeah, where most, most of our our team is based out of the Philippines. That's great. So let's talk a little bit about the fact that um, uh, you provide great virtual assistant service, and you're certainly supporting real estate investors. And uh, let's 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 go to the basics. And my audience are not just um, real estate investors. Many folks who listen to this podcast are investors. They have offices. They have businesses. Maybe they can take advantage of this type of service. They could benefit. They can learn from um, how to do it. Start with the basics. Obviously, in real estate, uh, there's a lot of use for VAs and many businesses outside of real estate. So let's go again to the basics. How does it work? When does somebody decide to go and start using virtual assistants? Give, give me an example of a classic use case when people gravitate to using virtual assistants and how they use them. Yeah, so just like you mentioned, the technology today and the advancements in technology is what's really bridged the gap. What used to only be available to really big companies, Dell and JP Morgan and, and HP and, and the biggest companies in the world were able to really structure their businesses efficiently because they had the resources to invest up front which allowed them to have all of the, these capabilities that none of us small or mid-sized operators were, were able to do, right? And so forever, we have been fighting against the big guys in, in the space where they could just crush us. But today with the technology, you talked about the communication highway. I mean, it's, it's so easy now for everything to be interconnected, whether you're a small business with just a, a couple people working in the day-to-day -day, or you're a publicly traded company, we all operate very similarly today. So voice over IP phone systems, cloud data uh, shared systems, so whether that's Dropbox or Google Drive, or we, we all get to operate the same today. So, so it's really fun for us because we get to help uh, the small and mid-sized operators, whether they're in real estate or, or just general business like you mentioned, to really be able to become more efficient, better productivity, which increases revenue and, and ideally done in a much more efficient manner than you could do by just hiring local talent. So it's, we're really in this advancing age of technology that's bridging the gap for small business and it's allowing for a lot more efficiency, which ultimately leads to more profitability. And that's kind of why we all set up the businesses to begin with, right, is to have success and reach profitability, right? So the, the timing is just so cool to be a business owner. And to talk about use cases, it's, it's everything in the day-to-day -day that's done on a phone or computer. So uh, we work with not, you know, we, real estate's easy to talk about because it's a transactional business. So from marketing to inside sales, somebody has to answer the phone, somebody has to prospect and set appointments and then follow up with those prospects and make sure they submit their documents and work with title companies and transaction coordination and submit all the documents and the back and forth communication that it takes to get one real estate transaction done. Or if you're a lender, the amount of paperwork and the back and forth and the transaction coordination just to get your loan docs in order. All of those steps are really important and they have to be done, but they, they aren't necessarily best use of the business owner's time to be doing all those day to day. So real estate's really easy to talk about transactional business, 80 to 90% of the real estate business can be, can be outsourced, whether that's somebody locally in your market or, overseas, it's really easy to take marketing, transaction coordination, disposition management, all the day-to-day -day admin, bookkeeping and accounting, 
uh, reconciliations month over month. There's not really anything in real estate that can't be done. And our client partners are, that's exactly how they're leveraging our teams within real estate. So we have some of the largest brokerages in the country, like Todd Keller Williams agents, and our teams are answering the phones and prospecting and doing inside sales. That's both inbound and outbound for their sales teams. And then keeping them organized within their CRM and all the day-to-day of real estate, um, most of that can can be outsourced. So real estate's really simple. Where most people have a hard time understanding, it's like, well, I'm not in real estate, I just have a general business. But it's really easy for us. Um, you know, we work with a lot of software companies and a garage door company and attorneys and chiropractors and in every industry that you can imagine. Because at the end of the day, business is business. The process is the same for all of us. We have to build the strategy, and we call that systems and process development and building. And we think that's really the first step for success for anybody in employment, whether you're outsourcing or hiring people internally, having clear structure with your systems and processes, and then identifying strategy of how you'd like to execute those. That to us, that's step one. So any business who has a clear vision of what they would like to accomplish can can do that. So um, it's the same thing as real estate. So we have our the garage door company we work for. It's one of the largest garage door companies in the country. They our teams answer the phone. The general lines on their websites are all answered by us. The chat bots, um, the inside sales. So their sales teams are responsible for closing. Mike, but they're not responsible for verifying that people are going to show up for appointments and managing the calendar and responding to emails and doing all the things that it takes to generate an appointment. They're, the sales teams are just responsible for showing up and closing those accounts. And then our teams do all the day-to-day support. So that's CRM management back office. It's the same thing for a chiropractor. They've got, they have to market. So they're doing a lot of different things, whether it's radio ads or direct mail or community engagement, which creates phone calls and emails and interest in the services. Sometimes you run promotions throughout the year, which creates additional interest and the phone's ringing, somebody has to answer it. So once you get clients or prospects into the line for these, these chiropractors, then we have to nurture them, follow up, make sure they had good service, make sure that their their appointments are confirmed and they're going to show up and, and the text messages that we all get. So um, from doctors to general business to real estate, it's all kind of the same. We walk people through their strategy first, build their systems and processes, document the day-to-day, and then having a lot of efficiency becomes really easy and managing people becomes a whole lot easier once the, the strategy is created. All this stuff is, is great, uh, but I wanted to kind of take a little bit of a step back. Uh, I think there's this ton of use cases, very powerful use cases, um, and just taking a step back. So this VA work is generally for scripted work. So businesses... Uh, to, in order to take advantage of the, these type of savings and services, um, they need to have uh, business, basic business documentation and processes put together. And if they, they don't have them, they need to um, uh, document standard operating procedures. It sounds to me for inbound and outbound calls, it's the call scripts. If it's inbound call, what should they answer? You know, it's a local corporate operator. Thank you to the magic carpet. Uh, how would we like, you know, what would you like us to, to, to help you out with? Whatever those scripts are, 
they need to be put together. Uh, so do you help folks to, um, given this some standardized tasks, so it sounds to me there's some bookkeeping, accounting tasks, generally uh, speaking, they can be outsourced to a firm, and the firm uses VAs with the front US or maybe uh, a firm can immediately outsource uh, work to uh, folks. Um, and I know that Philippines is well known. There's a lot of accountant uh, talent in Philippines too. So what's the best way for any business to go? If there's an experienced operator with significant existing business and so just a natural migration to get less expensive labor, uh, to take well-documented tasks over, that's, that's an easy step. What if it's a smaller business with some level of um, documentation, but not necessarily ideal documentation? Um, how, how do you get them to the point where VAs are productive and can do all the work? Like you gave an example of a garage store company. So the salespeople are just focused on sales and all the back support, including the CRM, everything else gets done. Is this something that you do part of the engagement or is this something that they have to get somebody else to help them implement first, and then they can start leverage uh, uh, virtual assistance as part of your work? Yeah, there's really a couple ways people can go about creating the platform, the the strategy, the system documentation process um, that that is necessary that you described in order to have successful management, be able to onboard people and accountability and transparency. So which which ends up being the successful outcomes that you're looking for. Uh, yeah, we absolutely help people with that. And even larger companies have a hard time with the documentation and the process mapping. Most companies, they hire people, you sit next to a colleague, you just kind of watch people, you absorb through osmosis, I call it, through just kind of working in there. After two, three, four months, you kind of been around long enough and watched people enough do it where you kind of learn even big companies don't really do a good job of documenting documenting processes which is is not a great thing so i designed our process for exactly what i needed i was terrible at documented processes but i was great at sitting across from sellers or meeting with lenders and doing some of the more important things of the day I was really good at those things, but I was terrible at documenting the processes. And I was well, it's a genius zone conversation. A talented salesperson is absolutely despises this process work. It's not yeah. that genius zone. They, you know, it's almost like somebody got to do it for them. They just want to sell. Yeah, and and uh, I know you have kids, and anybody who's experienced kids at any point is, um, you know, you they come home from school and you say, "Hey, how was your day?" And then you'll get the same response every single time, which is good. My day was good. You say, okay, great. What did you do today? You just kind of get a blank look from them every single time. And they can't really tell you what they did for a day, but they'll say, oh, busy stuff. You know, it's a good day. It was good. And you have to really drill down and say, okay, did you have music today? Yeah, 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 we had music. Okay, what did you guys do in music? And then you have to drill down and ask them because – they know they were busy. They had stuff all day, but they can't really. Rec we do the same things in our day to day, right? All of the team members, if you have employees, even yourself, if you if you were to survey your team members at the end of the day and you said, "Hey, how was your day today?" They would all say, "It was good. We we were really busy, super busy today. Everybody's busy." Okay, well, what did you do? What exactly did you do? 
uh, we, you know, we had some calls and some meetings and stuff. We, you know, we, we were busy. And so by being able to document your processes and go through and actually have a process map for the way everything is done, it creates a lot of transparency and accountability throughout the entire organization. So who creates the process map? I'm just, I'm just so, trying to be very specific yeah, we, here. We do, we do that for our clients. So I, you can either do that yourself and go through that process, or you need to hire a third party to help you do that. But and how, so did, we how, how would you do it virtually? You do it virtually through what? Uh, so Zoom, something like this, where yeah, exactly. So we have a team. You talked about Genius Zone. We have a team of workforce management experts who they are truly business development experts. So what they do is they spend time with the department heads and whoever's responsible for implementing the different processes, and they actually pull it out of them and document it. So it's through recorded calls on Zoom, um, and we use GoToMeeting quite a bit as well. We record those calls. And it usually takes two, three, sometimes four phone calls to go through that before our team can complete that process. Um, for the larger companies, it takes a little bit more time because there's a whole lot more steps and processes and things that have to happen. Smaller companies, we can bang it out pretty fast. So that, that is one of our geniuses. What does it cost? So it's a very practical application, some stuff that we're doing. Maybe we could use some of this. Because um, the, the same thing is, is extremely true that no matter who you're going to uh, deal with, if people are not, um, let's just call them non-process people, just salespeople, visionaries, all the smart people in the world, they just don't like this process and it's like pulling teeth. It hurts. It even hurts to even talk about it. But there's certainly a value to help document the stuff that's in their hand. And it is absolutely critical for a company to build a truly um, repeated, you know, part of EOS or any other operating system for a company, repeated processes so that one employee gets sick, another one can step in. And these documented stand operating procedures or whatever the, 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 the process map of what, what happens is a significant asset. What, but what does it cost? Just give me some ideas. So if you folks want to... We charge 10 bucks an hour. So we'll map it out with you. We'll give you a full scope of tell you exactly how long it'll take to go through the process. And then... That's extremely, extremely expensive. I mean, 10 bucks an hour to, to get somebody on the phone to document these... Doc I'm sure there's some work passed, but even if they spend an extra hour summarizing the data for 20 bucks... Um, for you could get a, a process map, it, it could, should, should be pretty valuable. Yeah, so to us, it's just the first step. Most people, they hire people first and then throw them into the fire and try to figure it out afterwards. We just think that's backwards. We think most people do it wrong. We think we should have the processes in place first, which creates the clarity. Yep. And so we want to make sure everybody has access to that. So all of our client partners go through that initial phase, whether they're big or small, it doesn't matter the industry, it, whatever product people are selling, it doesn't matter. We take them through that development process so that we, we one, it's alignment for us. We understand your company, what you're trying to accomplish and the way you work and what your desired outcomes are. Once we reach that alignment, then we come to an agreement about what, strategy should look like and what operational implementation should actually look like and from there we can go send you the perfect rock star we can send you three four five candidates that are a perfect fit for every role and every job description that we can create within your business 
But for us, it starts with that system mapping, that process documentation that creates the roadmap. I think of that as like the bumpers in the bowling alley lane that creates the the lane, the tracks, and then finding the right person to fill that role becomes much easier. Somebody who's working in sales support um, is different than someone who's actually working in sales on the phone, which is different than a bookkeeper or, or somebody that's working in accounting. So strategy is first. We do that for people. We help people create that. And then managing people and hiring people becomes tons easier. So from, from, from what I'm hearing is uh, you help folks document the key business processes and standard operating procedures. And two, you have specialists in, in each sort of sub area of business. If somebody needs a marketing specialist to drive the marketing process forward, who is familiar with marketing automation and, and has experience, you have the resources that do that. And if it's a sales support, it's a sales support. Uh, is this mostly support staff or is there any kind of leadership staff? So I'm just, just curious um, whether, again, and I mean virtual assistants, not, not necessarily just the person who does the back end, but it's just a, it's a um, uh, just, you know, employee, remote, remote, not employee, but a, a contractor, but a remote resource that yeah. has yeah, skills so our- in a specific area. Again, accounting is a specific trade, marketing specific trade, sales support specific trade outbound, inbound, call, specific trait. So do you have enough of those spe- specialists in Philippines? Uh, and I mean, you've been doing this for years. I know you've been doing this for years. So you've, you've built expertise. I'm sure you, your team has expertise in various sub parts of the business. So any quick thoughts here? Yeah, so we definitely, we definitely specialize based on the role. We, we try to get the right person. That's from profiling and training, which, which allows for the team that, that does the processing of each candidate to, to place the right candidate in the right spot. So right person, right seat, everybody's heard of that. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty good at that. We, we don't fail very often because of those steps that we've already talked about we go through by creating the processes first, that creates the alignment, which allows for a lot of clarity on who will fill those roles. And then we have the resources to, to basically plug and play. If you need somebody in inside sales, we have candidates that are a great fit for inside sales. Same way with accounting and bookkeeping or marketing or social media management, like you mentioned. We, we, each candidate will be placed specifically based on skill set. So um, the, you talked about core genius and the genius zone. Uh, we, leverage on, we leverage tools like Culture Index, and other profiling resources um, that that are big investment for our company, but our client partners are one that that ultimately get the benefit from that, getting the right person in place. So, um, the our our team specifically, what we do, both the upfront process mapping part, um, and and then the implementation. So we're we're just ten bucks an hour, and the skill sets you mentioned, like we don't do a whole lot of management. Our jobs, they, they typically, in most MSAs and most markets across the country, they replace the forty to $70,000 a year employees as the job roles that our teams typically so, do. So let me just understand this. So you provide 10 bucks an hour. Is this the general rate or it, it could be a little bit higher? Because it feels... It feels pretty you know pretty inexpensive i understand that the us dollar goes uh quite far in other countries but it's 10 bucks an hour about right nowadays for most of these folks in philippines is does that 
Yeah, so we're we're paying pretty high rates for our because the team members in the Philippines they work for our Philippines company. They're they're employees of that company, and that our Philippines company pays really well. We give benefits, high salaries. They get um, health insurance and and all the things that that you would want as an employee. The Philippines company provides all of that to our Philippines employees. In turn, that Philippines company can then service our U.S.-based company, which allows for what we think is the perfect relationship because it's not a W-2, it's not a 1099, it's simply just a service agreement. When you hire a marketing company or anybody else, you're just paying them for a service fee. We're the same way. So, you know, um, W-9 at the end of the year is all that it takes. There's not a, there's no 1099. There's no following the rules. There's no U.S. government or Philippines government to deal with. We, we've handled all that. And, and for us to have the infrastructure and resources in place to deliver the excellent service that, that we think our client partners deserve, 10 bucks an hour is, is hitting the nail on the head. So we can both provide amazing resources, amazing talent, and support our clients for that number. Um, anybody who's a real operator, anybody who has a legitimate business running, whether it's only a couple employees or of size, you know, we work with publicly traded companies as well. Um, the, that 10 bucks an hour is just what we do. It doesn't matter what the job role is or, or what's going on. We, we find a way to make that work. Yeah, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I, I, I'm certainly familiar with, um, we used to call it, it used to be called uh, outsourcing and uh, nearshoring, offshoring and nearshoring. From, from the days before my real estate career, when I was in the IT, we had um, uh, nearshoring offices in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Those guys were getting paid 10 bucks an hour in Canada. Um, and yeah, probably U.S. caliber, but you're right, New York, it'd probably be, you know, I don't know, in New York, even non-New York, it, it it is a forty seventy. You know, it's it's not a um, high end job, but it's certainly uh, by the U.S. paying standards is is a whole lot higher than the um, uh, than you know the Philippines. The other couple of quick 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 questions: How do you deal with the security and and giving access folks uh, from you know a few thousand miles away into your systems? Uh, does it require further you know? People need to worry about setting up some additional firewalls, VPNs, because um, it's, it's it's important. It's consideration. Uh, do you help them solve, or it's implied that they, they're going to have to give people access to the right systems? And and I'm assuming at the moment all the people who are working are not, you know, the, the dedicated folks. But this this still needs to be security set up. Yeah, else? and that's uh, one of the beautiful things about almost all the software that exists from the phone systems to the different um, CRM systems to, to storage and access to, to data over the cloud. Every single software has the ability to set user access and permissions based on the types of permissions that, that they need for those job roles. And then within every system, everything is timestamped. So you can't, you can't create actions in any software or any CRM or any phone system that doesn't record what's happening. So our team specifically send out start of day and end of day reports that summarize all the activities for what they've done. But any operator, any business owner ought to have complete transparency. I know we keep hammering on the systems, but one, we've gone through the system process. Everybody's understanding of what should be happening. So that sets the expectations for 
for what's supposed to be happening. And then day-to-day -day management becomes a whole lot easier because you can set security settings and then see exactly what's happening. So whether you have somebody internally in your office or they're working remotely, you know, whether that's, you know, near the same city or thousands and thousands of miles, the process is the same for ensuring security. It starts with systems and processes, having the right access level within the software, and then just just day-to-day -day management, which is follow-up, verifying some of that information, being on top of it, that ultimately creates a, essentially a foolproof security plan for any business. Yeah, this is very powerful. I appreciate um, you sharing. We're almost out of time, but this has a lot of benefit to real estate and non-real estate um, folks uh, who uh, want to uh, scale or cut costs and, and move some of the uh, repetitive work. And uh, the bottom line is if, if people can't document, they can't explain what they're doing, they can't hire anybody to do it anyway. So they, they got to go to the process. And the fact that you offer them process mapping as a service to help them get going um, helps quite a bit. I, I certainly see a ton of value in, in, in um, uh, we need to chat further. I, I might have some use for, uh, for your services. Uh, but for the audience for this, you know, for this episode, how would folks uh, find you? What's the best way to, um, if they're interested in, in you know, virtual assistance or any other uh, help with the remote employees, um, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Our, our website is rocketstation.com. So anybody who wants to just check it out generally, go to rocketstation.com. But those that are, that are, um, honest and sincere about the idea of, of leveraging virtual team members, whether you have hire our team our team or not, anybody who's serious about the idea of, of the process, uh, they can email our development team directly and set up a call that's free of charge and happy to have our team spend a little bit of time with anybody to answer questions and actually um, take the initial discovery step so people can have a lot of transparency and understand exactly what's available for them. And that's just Brooks. Greg Brooks is director of business development. And I'd, I'd love for anybody to spend some time with his team that's interested. It's Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. can email him directly and uh, his team will send the calendar invite over and, and get on Greg's calendar directly and, and he will answer all the questions anybody has. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Rocketstation.com, just like it sounds. If you can spell yep. rocketstation.com, that's, <laughs> that's how you find uh, <laughs> that's, Rob that's and the his hope. team. Yep, that's the idea there. And then just email Greg at brooks at rocketstation.com. Thank you for sharing. Really appreciate your wisdom and your sharing. And um, yeah, let's talk some more offline. I, I actually li like the stuff and we'll, we'll, we'll reconnect after the, uh, the podcast. Thanks again for having me, Mike. I really Thank you kindly. It. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike Zlotnick. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.